you've got something that you want to achieve in your life. You've got lofty goals, lofty aspirations. You're going to work every single day or you're going to work on your business. But I know a lot of people listening, you're going to work and you're putting in the hours and you're most likely in some sort of sales retail environment. Maybe you're in an operations or office space or whatever it might be. But regardless of what you do, you're putting in hours and hours and hours of your life, at least 40 hours every single week to build this greater future for yourself and to live up to your potential, which is something we talked about last week. You've got these things that you want, these places you want to go, these things that you want to do, this family that you want to have. But life gets in the way. When you're making steps towards making progress towards this goal, you run into obstacles and you run into challenges. And who can relate to wanting something, but something just happens to come up and it derails you from this goal for maybe a day or a week or a month to the point where you look at your journal where you wrote your goal down originally, like my journal right here, and you realize, oh my God, I I haven't even continued to make steps towards this. I forgot that I even wanted this thing. And in that reality, how is it that you can truly stay focused on your goals and stay focused on what it is you want? The reality is we all wear many hats in our life. We're parents, we're brothers, we're sisters, we're neighbors, we're colleagues, we're community members. We help donate. We help volunteer. We go on trips and vacations and we have all these different things in life that we have to show up for. So how is it that you can prioritize yourself and prioritize your own goals? And like we just talked about, how can you prioritize your own mental health? Well, today I want to talk to you about how you can stay focused when it comes to achieving your goal. Because there are specific strategies and tips, and I'm going to give you three of these, maybe even an extra bonus tip if you're lucky. So stay tuned for that as well. But I remember when I first started to create goals for my life, when I first got into personal development, I wrote down my goals. And they were very vague. They were very, they were just decent goals because it was the first time I did it. The first time you write your goals down, they're not going to be completely clear. They're not going to be completely precise. They're not going to be concise. They might not even be written down. And I urge you, if you haven't done that already, to write them down. But if you're watching and listening to this right now, I'm going to assume that you're in my target audience of people who have already written down their goals and are making progress towards their goals. But I remember when I first wrote mine down, it was an exciting time in my life because I never even really delved deep into this world of goal setting. And Jim Rohn, I tell the story all the time, Jim Rohn, I listened to this guy on a tape. He's like the father of personal development. He talked about goals. So I did it and I wrote him down and I was in sales at this time and I was on the up and up. I was making great money and I've always been in the world of sales, but I was doing the best I've ever done. And I knew that I wanted to do even more. I knew that I wanted to move up into leadership. So I wrote down a goal. I will be a leader with the company that I'm with. And I kept going through my life. I kept selling. I kept working on myself. I started to read books like How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And I started to read sales books. And I started to read any kind of book I could get my hands on that would help me to improve my life. And this was over the course of a year or two. But I realized that other than my own personal growth, my own improvements, I wasn't really making progress towards those goals. I wasn't moving into leadership. I was stagnant. I was asking myself, I wrote my goals down, but why isn't anything happening? And the reality is I wasn't clear on what I wanted. I had an idea. I knew that I wanted to become a leader, 
But I wasn't clear of what kind of sales leader I wanted to be. Did I want to train new hires? Did I want to train new salespeople? Did I want to work with existing leaders? Did I want to be on the operational side of things? Did I want to be on the customer facing side of things? I had no idea what that goal of leadership looked like. And because I wasn't clear on my outcome, I didn't really make any precise steps towards that goal until I did become clear. When my boss said to me, Brandon, what exactly do you want to be? What kind of leader do you want to be? And I said, oh, I never really thought about that. And I thought of the whole company ladder and I figured out exactly the dream role that I wanted. I wanted to train all of the new salespeople that came into the company as what was called the new hire team lead. And something magnificent happened. Once I got very clear and once I really got keyword specific about what I wanted, once I got that specificity, things started to happen for me. I started to tell people what position I wanted to move into. I started to tell my bosses. I started to tell my customers what I wanted to be. I started to talk about it every single day. I started to actually see in my mind what the end result of training all these new salespeople would look like. And something incredible happened. Within six months of setting that specific goal, I think it was actually more like four months, I moved into that position. But this was the thing. Somebody was already in that position when I moved into it. Somebody was already doing it. So a lot of people, the haters, the naysayers that all of you are going to be confronted with if you're not already, they said things to me like, Brandon, why are you trying to do that? Someone's already in that position. What do you think you're doing trying to be that? Like They're not going to be going anywhere anytime soon. But I ignored it. And I only took criticism from the people I respected and trusted. And by the way, you should only take real, true advice from people who you trust, respect, but most importantly, want to be more like. If somebody's trying to give you advice and you don't want to wear their shoes and you don't want to live their life, then you should not take their advice. You should be very selective with the feedback that you receive. Always consider the source, but that's beside the point I'm trying to make. Once I got specific on my outcome, I moved into the role that I wanted. And after I moved into that role, training all the new salespeople, I created another idea of what I wanted in my mind. I started to speak to more groups of people. I started to make more videos with the company and all these amazing things were happening. And I decided I want to do more big trainings. So once I got specific on that, that happened for me. Within a year from that point, I started to give trainings to teams of leadership. And then within a year or two after that, I became the training coordinator for the entire market of upstate New York. And the point I'm making is once I got clear on my outcome, once I got truly focused on the specific result that I wanted, that's when movement started to happen. And towards the end of that journey, I decided I want to do these things outside of the company as well. And I got specific again. What does that look like? Well, I want to do events with thousands of people in attendance. So I thought, what am I going to have to do right now in order to make that a reality? And I'm going to talk to you about that strategy that I used in order to make that a reality in a bit. But the first step is you got to be so specific that you can literally see the outcome of what it is you want. And the second step that I'm leading into here is you you have to stimulate more than one of your senses when you're creating goals. This is why writing down your goals is so important. It's one thing to think of what you want. It's another thing to take your pen and put it on paper and write it down. Because once you write it down, you're now giving your brain the stimulus of feeling. 
feeling the pen on paper. You're giving your brain the stimulus of vision. And depending on the kind of ink you're using, if you're using smelly ink, you might even be giving your brain the stimulation of smell. But for most people, that's not going to be the case unless you're using one of those cool smelly markers. But you can take this to the next level. And the second way to stay focused while achieving your goals is to give your brain more of a visual stimulus. And you might be saying, well, how the heck can I do that? Well, let me ask you, what do you want? Think right now in your mind of what you want. Is it the house? Is it the car? Is it moving up in your company? Is it a specific weight goal? Is it a specific fitness or relationship goal? Think of what you want right now in your mind. See the outcome as if it was already here. And if, even if you're driving while listening to this, you can still do this. Think about what you want. And what do you see? Notice the visual in your mind of the things that you want, the outcome of what it is. See it through your eyes. And notice what's in the environment you're looking at. What does the outcome look like? What does the object look like? The person, your body, once you weigh the amount that you want to weigh, whatever your goal is, what does it look like? Because the second way to stay focused on your goals is to see it every single day, but not just see it in your mind. That's very important, but to physically see it as if you're looking at it somehow. And there's many ways you can do this, but the most effective way I found, because I actually have done it and I still do it, is through the use of a vision board. A vision board is literally a pegboard that you can put on your wall. You can put it in your bathroom, in your bedroom, wherever you're going to see it every single day. But it's literally a little board. It can be the same size as like this notebook even, but mine's a little bit bigger. It's hanging on my wall. But I would show it to you. But right now we're moving into a new home on Monday, which is really exciting. That's a piece of good news for me. So it's in a box right now or else I would grab it out and show you. But it's literally a square on the wall that shows pictures of the things that you want. So if you want a new car, you'd print out a picture of the car that you want, the color that you want it to be, the exact year, the exact model. You can even find a picture of that car with the background of where you want to live. And every day when you wake up and go about your morning routine, or even as you're walking around your house doing your thing, you're going to see that vision board with the pictures of the things that you want. If it's a house that you want, put a picture of the house on there. If it's a pet that you want, I don't know, it could be anything, put a picture of the ideal pet that you want. If it's a relationship and you want to find the perfect girl in your life, put the picture of the perfect girl in your life. Just post it right on the board. And remember, be realistic, but put a picture of what you want. Okay. And you know what? Screw it. Don't be realistic. Think 10 times. Think 10 X as Grant Cardone would say, put a picture on the pegboard of what you want and you can have 10 things on it. Five things. I've got about eight or nine things that I want on my vision board. I've got things like a giant audience on in front of me. I've got things like the cars that I want, the places that I want to see a lot of its destination related things like trips and vacations. And I put a picture of Punta Cana on there a few years ago and guess where I visited. Punta Cana. I put a picture of Italy on there. Guess where I visited? Italy. I put a picture of a BMW on there. Guess what car I now own? A BMW. I'm not saying that it's magic that will literally bring what you want into your life. But at the same time, I'm saying that it will be more likely that this magical force will help you if you're seeing what you want every single day as you peruse and go through your life. Vision boards, are powerful. If you're listening and thinking, oh, this is so stupid, I would never put a board of things in front of me that I see, then guess what? You're not going to make progress nearly as quickly as someone who does. The doers do. If you are skeptical of something, try it. 
Don't put yourself in a corner of, I'm not going to try this because I don't think it can work. Why not look at all the people who do it, who are successful, like Jim Carrey with a vision board, like Oprah Winfrey. I don't know if you know the Jim Carrey story, but before he did Dumb and Dumber, before he was the Jim Carrey that you all know and love, this guy put a check on his ceiling. So every morning when he woke up, he would be looking at this check on his ceiling and guess how much the check was written for? $10 million. This guy was like, probably in his mind, there's no way I'm going to be making $10 million, but he put a check up there anyway. So to tell his brain that it was a possible reality. Well, guess what happened exactly one year after Jim Carrey put that check above his bed? He got the role for Dumb and Dumber. And guess how much he got paid for that role that he played in Dumb and Dumber? You got it. $10 million. Seeing what you want plainly in front of you makes a hell of a difference in your levels of motivation and drive to reach that goal. So go get a pegboard today. Print out pictures today. You got nothing else going on after work. Oh, but Brandon, I got to go home and I got I got to feed the dog. Let, let, let the dog out. I got to watch Netflix. I got to watch Hulu. No, go grab a pegboard, print out pictures, invest in your future success. Invest in your future success. Get a vision board because they work. Now, the third thing you can do to stay focused to achieve your goals, because that last one was very powerful, but this one is the most powerful. What's up, Be Better family? It's Brandon Eastman here. And as a thank you for tuning in to the Be Better broadcast, I want to give you a very special gift. For a limited time, you can get a free digital copy of my book titled Be Extraordinary, Your Guide to Self-Mastery. This book is packed with insights and actionable steps that will help you to unlock your fullest potential in the five key areas of your life. But that's not all. Along with the book, I also want to give you the audiobook version absolutely free. Imagine having the power to transform your life right at your fingertips and in your ears anytime, anywhere. Go grab your copy at BeBetterIndustries.com slash book. You'll also find the link in the episode show notes. Go and grab your copy and join me in making a positive impact on the world. Now back to the show. I hear a lot of people who say that they want specific things in their life. A lot of people talk a big game. While training all those new salespeople that I told the story about earlier, a lot of people were like, I'm going to make eight to $10,000 a month doing this. And I said to them, yeah, people are doing that. And then I asked them, but why do you want to do that? And their reason why was, well, I just want to be number one. I want to be the best. I want to be top on the leaderboard because in the sales company, there's a leaderboard showing who's doing the best, showing who's not doing the best. Do you think those people were the ones who did the best or did the worst? They were the talkers. There's a lot of talkers out there. A lot of people who say they're going to do something, but they never do it, right? And all those new salespeople who had no idea how to sell, no idea what a day in the life of sales even looked like, they thought they're going to make eight to 10 grand. But when it came to taking the actions to make that a reality, do you think they followed through and put forth those actions? Obvious answer, no. They talked a big game 
but they didn't put in the work. No matter what it is you want to achieve, what it is you want to do, there's going to be an immense amount of work to do. And that's the fun part. Imagine if it was easy. Imagine if it was just handed to you. There's a reason why lottery winners go broke and they actually go bankrupt within like three to five years of winning the lottery. They get millions of dollars. And what do they do with it? They are still programmed the same way they were programmed before they won the lottery. So they're going to do the same things they were doing that were that made them broke in the first place, even when they have more money. They're going to buy their family houses, their family cars, their family pets, their family sports machines like snowmobiles and ATVs. And all of a sudden they're broke and they can't afford to pay the monthly payments and all these things because you have to do before you get. If you get before you do, you will lose what you get. You have to do. And in order to do, you have to specifically know the outcome. But more importantly, you have to know the specific actions that you need to take in order to reach the outcome. This is why New Year's resolutions really bother me. New Year's resolutions bother me because 80% of people stop going after their resolution a month after they create the resolution because they realize, holy crap, this is actually taking more work than I thought it would. You know, the reality is whatever you want to do and achieve, if it's anything greater than what you have right now, it's going to require work and it's going to require effort on a daily basis. But this is where a lot of people get caught up. If they want to lose 50 pounds, they see this insurmountable goal and outcome that they think in their mind is going to be impossible. And they think it's going to take so much time and so much effort. And they get caught up in this trap of seeing this giant mountain of a goal in front of them to the point where they stop going after it. And they say to themselves, well, I've only lost one pound this week. I've got 49 to go. What's the point? This is taking way too much work. And usually that happens to the people who who go gung-ho towards their goal. They create a goal and they just, they go all in. And that's respectable in a sense, but it's also going to cause you to burn out. The real name of the game and the third tip I have for you is to know the specific actions that will bring you closer to your goal, but not just know them. Just take one of those actions every single day. Well, but Brandon, if I just did one action every single day, I would do it in like 30 minutes. What do I do with the rest of my time? Live your life. Or if you're up to it, do more. Do a second thing. Do a third thing. But the point I'm making is if you do one thing starting today, to bring yourself closer to this ideal outcome so that you can achieve your goal. How many things will you have done after 30 days? How many things will you have done after two months, three months? I mean, that's 90 days. That's 90 things now that you've done to bring you closer to where you want to go. When I first started my company, I never even made a video and went on camera. I was so nervous. I knew that I wanted to speak to thousands of people but I never had put myself on a camera or a video. But I knew a specific action that I had to do was to get my name out there and to get my message out there to help people now 
rather than wait until I'm in a, in a room full of thousands of people. I knew the room full of thousands of people wouldn't happen unless I put myself in a room of two people first. I knew that a thousand people watching my live stream wouldn't happen until I had seven people watching my live stream. And it all starts with one. And it accumulates from there. It's called the compound effect. One thing each day in the direction and the pursuit of your goals will bring you to your goals. It's like a snowball. You're rolling up the the base of the snowball and you keep rolling it and you keep rolling it. And all of a sudden you've got the giant body of the snowball and 10 minutes later in real life, that might be a year later. I've been working on my business now for coming on two and a half years. And now I've got over 110 pieces of content, pieces of video content on my YouTube channel alone. I've got this show that I'm doing to help you to live a better life and achieve self-mastery. I've got my book. I've got my courses. Look at how much has happened in two and a half years. But if you told me two and a half years ago that I would have to do all these things, I would have been intimidated. And I might not have taken the steps to be where I'm at right now. So the point is, start with small steps. But the most important thing is, you have to do. You have to do something that you haven't already been doing in order to get a result that you haven't gotten yet. So just start. You're going to make mistakes. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be pain. You might even cry. But you have to begin because your potential is here, but you're here right now. And if that pisses you off, I'm sorry. It's the truth. Potential where you are. And that's the slogan of the whole show is to be better. 1% every single day until eventually you're meeting your potential. If that's even possible, you're meeting your potential. And now you're making rapid progress towards what it is you want to achieve. And the final tip I have for you is while you're taking action, while you're seeing your goals every day, while you've got this vision board in front of you that keeps you on track and keeps you focused, you got to have patience. You got to start slow. You got to just take one step every single day, a step that you enjoy, a step that preferably makes you uncomfortable. Because yes, you have to enjoy the journey, but you have to have to hopefully Be doing something every single day that makes you uncomfortable. Something that makes you feel like, oh, I really hope I don't screw this up. If you're not having the feeling of, I hope I don't screw this up. I hope I don't screw this up. If you don't feel that even a bit, then you are not nearly living up to your potential. Because if you're not uncomfortable, then you're not growing. And the goal is the more uncomfortable you can be, the more successful you will be patience. Enjoy the journey. It might take you five to 10 years to get to where you want to be. But if you're 25 listening to this, think about where you're going to be when you're 35. I was just thinking, where was I 10 years ago? I was 17, almost graduating high school. And now I'm where I am. And I know it's the same for you. Think 10 years back. Most of you are 20 to 30 years old right now. So if you're 20, you really can't think back to when you were 10. It doesn't count. But if you're 30, look back at when you were 20. Where are you now compared to then? And if the answer is, well, I'm not really in a better predicament. I'm making the same money. I'm living in the same place. I feel the same way. Then it's time to make a radical shift, bro. Because you're going to be 30 before you know it. You're going to be 40, 50, 60 before you know it. It's time to actually start 
doing and live up to these promises and these goals that you tell everybody else about, it's time to live up to them and to start rolling that snowball and to start activating the compound effect of doing one thing every day that results in a greater outcome. You just have to begin. And while it might be difficult to stay focused while achieving your goals, with these tips, it will be possible for you and realistic. And by following them, I know that you will make progress towards your goals. And in the process, you will continue to be better.